Hello, and welcome to the Anti-Fragile Tarot Podcast. This is your resident card slinger, Susanna, here with an episode inspired by a couple of recent fans. So, in my line of work, well, in both of my lines of work, um, I see a lot of people, and I definitely start remembering repeat clients' faces, but I don't always get their names. So, I'm very, very sorry that I don't know your names, but uh, to the couple who has been coming to the Paramus store and came to the cemetery event, you know who you are. You guys, please email me. I'd like to stay in touch. Um, But you are the inspiration behind this episode. So one of these lovely new people who I've gotten to interact with and talk tarot shop with suggested that I do more podcasts on the witchy stuff. I'm a little self-conscious about the witchy stuff, which you might have picked up on over all of these episodes for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, when I was younger and had absolutely no shame, I would talk about this stuff all the time. But as I've gotten older, I did spend a few years kind of distancing myself from the witchy stuff. Um, I didn't, you know, ever swear it off completely, but I was friends with, you know, a couple of Richard Dawkins fans. Um, I never went full-on atheist or anti-theist, but I'm pretty agnostic as it is. Um, there's no compelling evidence that there is anything, but I'm unwilling to make a definitive case that there isn't either. Um, but I have been getting much more into the witchy stuff for a variety of reasons. And I th- think the the kind of thesis of this episode is magic for healing others and magic for healing yourself. So I have two main careers. Um, It's funny, my friend Caden, who is cosmic cartographer on Etsy, uh, if you are looking for an astrological chart, I cannot recommend his charts enough. I think I've spoken about him before. But His charts are fantastic. Um, He's really helped deepen my understanding of astrology. I still don't offer astrological readings professionally because I've barely dipped my toe in, but I'm getting so much more comfortable getting readings from him, um, him sharing other readings with me, and just talking shop more. But um, in my astrological chart, apparently it's pretty clear that I will have two major careers, like two, you know, slightly different but slightly similar career paths, but they they both require a lot of attention. So I have my tarot business, which, by the way, if you haven't donated to the fundraiser, um, the website magically extended it for another month. Brittany and I have no idea what happened, but if you'd like to contribute to me having a store of my own where you can come in and get readings, Feel free to hit up my Instagram bio or check the info on the uh, little blurb of text about this episode and it's in there. Um, you know, we'd like to, we'd really like to get a couple more thousand dollars, but five bucks makes a difference. So that said that I would have these two careers. So I have my tarot career. And I have my career in nursing. Um, I'm not nursing, I'm not a nurse yet, but I am part of the clinical staff as a patient care tech. And both of these fields require 
that you care about people. Now you can read tarot cards and only read for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's even the whole, there was some stigma about it a while ago, but there's now a whole book called Tarot for Yourself. Um, it's actually, it's kind of an old book. It probably came up before I was born. But, um, you know, reading for yourself is wonderful, but if you're a professional tarot card reader, that means that you are reading for other people. Sometimes, you know, at these festivals, I can be back-to-back -back people with different problems, um, people with different needs, people who just need some encouragement, people who are going through some serious stuff. So it requires a deep well of empathy and compassion and caregiving. Um, you know, I really don't give medical advice. I don't give, uh, you know, legal advice, but, and I preface on anything with, you know, this is, this is for entertainment purposes, you know, um, please don't make your sole decision based on this reading. But it does require a lot of, you know, I, I, shy, I hate the empathy term because it's been kind of corrupted, but like whatever, here it is. It requires a lot of empathy and empathetic skills. Um, and, you know, so does, so does any type of direct patient care. You know, you have to be willing and able to deal with a wide variety of issues and deal with people's personalities with that. And the world would not run without healers. From a hospital to an RPG, you always need healers. And you don't just need healers, you know. A hospital also probably wouldn't run these days without lawyers. As sad as this fact is, it's where we're at. We, we do need lawyers to help us figure out what we're doing. And yet, that's not always a bad thing. I mean, I, I know I just kind of painted it in a bad light. But having legal attention can help us progress. You know, my healthcare system has a big focus on LGBT rights and helping create safe places for, you know, LGBTQIA people to come and get care. This stuff is partly done with our legal team, figuring out what we legally can do to make people under this umbrella more comfortable, you know. How can we legally use different names or different gender assignations or you know, fill in the fill in the blank here how can we legally accommodate uh you know different things different different clergy members uh different religious practices all this stuff so you know just like a good rpg team you you do need your offense but you also need a healer so the world needs healers and that means that the world needs nurses and doctors and firefighters who, you know, okay, so there, there may be possibly more your tanks, but to use the, the game term, but they even, you know, that, that requires a lot. And they also have to have some basic medical knowledge, very basic, like CPR. Actually, I don't know the full scope. I should ask my firefighter friends, but you know what I'm saying? The healers will always be necessary. Uh, just like the Mr. Rogers quote, look for the helpers. But the problem with this, and this is something that if you've gotten a reading from me, you may have heard at some point, you can't fill from an empty cup. It is vitally important that 
especially if you are in some kind of helping profession. You know, if you're a teacher, if you are a counselor, if you work in the medical field, if you do a lot of magical work with other people, it's vitally important that you recharge. And tarot and other magical practices can be an amazing tool for this. Um, for me personally, I have a very hard time taking care of myself. A shocker of the you no know, century, right? That the the person who is doing a ton of helping professions has a really bad time at this. Um, working in healthcare and unfortunately the untimely death of my father, um, these have been things that have been very helpful with me developing my own sense of boundaries. Because, you know, in the healthcare field, you have to set boundaries, especially with certain types of patients, or their own care is compromised. You know, no, you cannot go out and smoke a cigarette while you need three liters of oxygen just to keep up your oxygen levels. Um, no, you cannot have a juice when your blood sugar levels are 500. No, you cannot leave right now when your leg is falling off and you did that. Um, having those boundaries in place has been really helpful for me. And, you know, with my father, you know, my father was killed by someone he was helping and my father knew that this was a problem and he let it go on for too long. So now I have some very specific thresholds and if people pass over those, then they don't get help from me anymore. I'm very selective about who gets let in my house. Um, you know, it's it's been helpful and that has extended somewhat into my personal life, but it's also extended into my magical life. Um, if I get a bad vibe from someone during a reading or if I think that they're asking a question that I don't feel comfortable answering or if, you know, they're looking for a kind of reading that I simply don't offer, I'm going to be pretty upfront about not doing that. I'm not going to do something that I'm not comfortable with doing just because someone else wants me to. Um, you know, and I think I mentioned this before with reading for your friends and stuff. Don't be pressured into doing readings for anyone that you don't want to. I don't care who they are. You know, you can even use the line, well, you know, I think I'm too close to your situation to read for you comfortably. Like, you can do that. That's okay. Um, but if you're not worried about that, you know, tarot can be so cathartic and transformative for people. I don't usually have too many, um, extremely, uh, deep readings that I do. Um, I'm often doing them in a pu more public setting. So, you know, people aren't necessarily coming with their deepest, darkest, things, although some people have, um, but I am also, I don't know, I try really hard, even if the cards are very negative, to figure out how to make them more empowering. And that doesn't mean lying about what the cards say. If the tower comes up, I'm going to be like, well, 
You're going to have to deal with some stuff. It's just going to happen. Um, here's how you can get around that. Here's what you can do to work after this, you know, happens. Uh, here's what you can do to help avoid that. But if you can't avoid it, here's the moves to make. So it's important that you look for the strengths in your cards. Um, sometimes that strength is just telling a client, or if you're reading for yourself, telling yourself that it's okay to grieve right now. You know, I recently did a reading for someone who isn't sure about this relationship that they're in, and they're moving away, and, you know, the, the communication wasn't right, and the reading was basically like, well, you really want a relationship where the communication is, is clearer and stronger, and, you know, you're leaving on a jet plane, like, it's okay, it's okay to follow that, you know, a lot of the reading was, was literally just go, go and deal with it later, go and let the chips fall where they may, um, you know, sometimes that's important. That validation can be so, so important. But, you know, sometimes you do have those readings where, you know, it's, all right, so this is this is a tough thing that we're dealing with. And, you know, you have to really acknowledge the reality of that. And that's healing in its own way. Because I don't know if I've really talked about this, but one thing I really don't like about positivity culture like the whole you know good vibes only only hanging out with people with good vibes is that it makes people bottle up their feelings and that's not good you know it's one thing to say I'm not going to deal with people who are constantly negative and constantly complaining about nonsense and always have problems and never do anything to fix their own problems because that drives me absolutely bananas whether it's you know, someone who eats a lot of fast food and wonders why their health isn't good, or someone who is upset that they haven't gotten their degree but won't go back even though they can, you know, I don't like when people don't acknowledge that they're the cause of their own problems. And sometimes they're not. I mean, there's there's plenty of reasons why people can't do things, you know food stuff can be very hard. I know this from experience. Um, you know, as far as the school thing goes, there's, you know, sometimes financial aid has screwed you over. But realistically speaking, if you want to really make a change, it's not going to be easy. It's not necessarily going to be fun. But, you know, you really have to examine your own behaviors and see what's making them work and see where they're working for you and where they're not. So that's my issue with positivity culture that that you know you can't talk about those things that are really hard, you know, if you're grieving or even if you're just upset, you know, if something went wrong, if you got catcalled again, if you keep getting passed over for people who are less qualified than you and you're really not doing anything that you know you can point to you know people have real problems and not being able to acknowledge those real problems is really harmful 
And that's where tarot and other kinds of healing magic can be really helpful because, all right, here's my problem. Let me take a look at my problem. Let me see my problem reflected back at me and let me see what I can do about it. Let me draw some cards to see what I can do about it. And it's just one perspective. And maybe you don't follow exactly what those cards say, but it it's a start. And, you know, that's something that, that tarot is very helpful for. Um, so that's, you know, I guess that's more healing for others. But, you know, if you're going to be reading for other people, make sure that you're in a good enough headspace to do this. Make sure that you are feeling okay that you're not overextending yourself it's better to cancel a reading if you absolutely must than to go into it feeling broken yourself you know something really bad happens in your life you know you got to call out of work even if that work is free even if it's for a friend you're allowed to say no I'm drained right now um I don't usually do readings for fun for people right after I do readings at a market day, for example. Uh, speaking of, by the way, my next event will be at the Liberty Science Center on July 19th. Um, I'll talk more about that at the end of the episode, but just as a heads up before I forget, because, you know, I forget things like to update this with any regular capacity. Um, but, you know, that's kind of part of why I don't update this as regularly as I would like or as you would like because I have to take care of myself you know with tarot and with some of the other magic stuff I do um you know I I sometimes do spells or other things for my friends um I need some time to myself and I also live with three other people and three cats so my apartment isn't always the quietest to do things in so um, that's where we're at with this podcast and part of why it doesn't get updated regularly. But using healing magic for yourself is also a very powerful thing. Uh, you know, it's a full moon right now uh, in which he circles. You often use the days before and the days after the full moon, like usually the, the day before and the day after, but you can extend it out to two or three depending on your personal feelings about this, the way that it fits into your worldview. Um, and, you know, I like the day before and the day after, personally. But sometimes I'll do two if I'm feeling real short on time. And, uh, you know, these full moons are a great time to examine what we would like to do with our lives. You know, full moons are a great time to manifest things. Uh, I know I've gone back and forth on this issue. You can listen to my full moon episode if you'd like me to you know if you'd like to hear me do the whole thing again but the short version is the full moon in general is a powerful time so you can use it to manifest but it's a really great time also to examine what you would like to fall away over the next moon cycle and reassess at the next new moon you know one thing I like to stress with tarot uh, when I'm reading the death card in particular is that in order for something else to come in, something usually has to go away. So that's kind of what the, the full moon and the new moon is about. Um, you know, the things that you let fall away from you, the bad habits, the 
the overthinking, the bad relationships, stuff that you focus on letting go of over the course of the waning moon cycle, that leaves space for you to welcome something else in during the next waxing cycle. So, you know, it's a full moon. Um, I used a House of Freya full moon shower tablet. I meant to buy the, um, I think it was the Abundance one. I grabbed the wrong one, but that's okay because I was like, oh, well, there's a full moon coming up. So uh, this will get used. That's cool. It smelled wonderful. So that was nice. Um, you can look them up at House of Freya, F-R-E-Y-A. The lady who runs it is super awesome and fantastic. And I really appreciate that she has bay leaves in her money candles because I appreciate me some folk magic and bay leaves are fantastic. Um, I'm also kind of a kitchen witch, so I often use bay leaves. So that's been most of my full moon self-care. Um, I might do a little reading for myself, although I do get myself reading sometimes uh, when I feel like I need them, when my friends need to do things. Um, something else I want to mention. I very strongly believe in healing the world one person at a time. Um, not everyone can make large-scale change. That being said, don't get content just doing little things for yourself or little things for your friends. Try to get involved. There's too much serious stuff happening right now not to get involved. Um, register to vote. Go vote. New York City just elected a Democratic Socialist. Well, for the primaries. Nominated, not elected. Still, the Democratic Socialists got enough votes to oust a long-standing Democrat. That's a beautiful thing because people mobilized, because people got out there, and because people did the work. So no matter how much healing magic you do, I think it's wonderful and important and necessary. Remember I said we need the healers? But you got to go do some stuff. Contribute to people who you know are doing things. Um, and fact check all of that. Make sure that you're contributing to a good place. You know, you can't, you can't do more than you can do. I miss a lot of protests because I work every other weekend at my day job and I do a lot of my other events on my weekends that I'm off. So I miss a lot of protests. I can't do a ton of direct action. So I donate. Um... So I spread the word. So I tell my friends who are available about it. Um, offer to pay for people's tickets to go to big protests. Um, try to fund people who need help moving out of bad areas. You know, make sure that, you know, look after your trans friends. Buy a month of hormones for people that you know who are on hormones. Do stuff. Do what you can. Because... Yes, all this healing magic and tarot stuff, that's great. But you still got to do the more mundane stuff. You know, remember, magic's a boost. Tarot's a perspective. But what we're doing most of the time when we're not doing magic and when we're not doing a reading, a lot of that is key. So get that stuff done. Um, again, at the same time, you, you, you can't, pour from an empty cup. So 
You have to balance it. We have to look out for each other. And if that means trading readings and trading spells and this week I light a candle for you and next week you light a candle for me, that's what community is all about. So don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to help somebody when they need it. Just do it. Just just help. Just be the help that you want to see in the world. Be the help that you needed at some point. And while you shouldn't let yourself get taken advantage of, you know, you shouldn't continue to do readings for someone if they're frequently ungrateful. Um, you shouldn't, uh, you know, you shouldn't do a lot of your craft for free if you can't afford to, if you don't want to, you know, if you feel like you're being bullied into doing it. But sometimes you got to do the right thing just because it's the right thing to do. Not because you're going to get any special praise for it. Not because it's easy. In fact, it's, it's often not the easiest thing. Although, again, it shouldn't be so hard that it's, you know, ruining your own life. Don't set yourself on fire to keep someone else warm. Don't set your tarot cards on fire to keep someone else warm. Don't even set them on fire to keep yourself warm. You know, find something else to burn if you must. But uh, think about what you can do to do the right thing. You know, is it giving away a tarot card reading? Is it buying a reading from a friend of yours who is struggling? Uh, is it, you know, is it going to a protest? Is it getting your coven together and calling your senators and calling your congresspeople? You know, whatever it is, get together and do it and do it because it's the right thing to do. Help each other. Help yourself. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, please email me at antifragiletarot at gmail.com. Uh, again, we're opening our store in mid to late July. It may or may not be open by my next event. So my next event is going to be another Liberty Science Center after dark event. So it's 21 plus. And I think the tickets are... $20 online, $5 more at the door, and with uh, another 6 bucks, you can go look at the premium exhibition Grossology. So it's a wine-themed Liberty Science Center after dark. Um, it's a prehistoric party. There'll be dinosaur-costumed people. There'll be wine tastings. There'll be fossils that you can dig up. Uh, there'll also be a midnight market, which is super awesome. The ladies who run Midnight Market are so great. Anyway, um, so this event's going to be super fun. I'll be reading cards there. That'll be July 19th, just two days after my birthday. If you want to come say hi, um, I will be drinking wine and reading, but I'll be drinking less wine than I was planning to when I was just planning to attend it as a party goer and not a tarot card reader. Um, so that'll be July 19th. Hopefully the Jersey City Oddities Market store will be open by then, but I can't make you any promises because we are still getting it all set up, but it's going to be wonderful. Um, if it's not set up by the 19th, it will be set up the week after. Um, and 
it's going to be a great party so come by and see me and say hi um, once again the link is in the text of this episode as well as my Instagram bio if you would like to contribute to our store opening. It, the fundraiser is now on through July 28th. So we have raised over $2,000 of our $5,000 goal. Um, if we don't make our goal, we don't make our goal. Any, any little bit helps. So... Uh, feel free to do that. If you would like a reading from me, you can hit up my Etsy, etsy.com slash shop slash Antifragile Tarot. Uh, and I'm also on Patreon as Antifragile Tarot if you'd like to get monthly readings. I sent out almost all of my readings this month. I still have a couple to send out to people, but the only ones I haven't sent out are friends who are also my patrons, which is both good and bad because they understand if I'm a little bit late, but I'm also a bum and I didn't get them in, but they all know that I'm burning the candle at both ends. Thank you again for being a listener. It means more than you know when I get any sort of, hey, I listened to your podcast episode or hey, I binged listened to your entire podcast, which is both somewhat terrifying and also really gratifying. Um, And if you have any kind of witchy subject you'd like a podcast episode on, let me know. If I really don't feel like I can do a good podcast episode on it, I won't do it. But if I can, I will research it if it's something I have at least some familiarity with and we'll go from there. Um, I'd love to branch out. I love having an excuse to learn new stuff and do new things. So uh, just email me with your questions, comments, concerns. Feel free to come get a reading from me. Liberty Science Center for sure then I will let you know what the shop hours will be and when I will be there as soon as we've got that all nailed down because my schedule will change drastically come uh, September. So my schedule is a little more up in the air right now because I'm doing a lot at my day job, but in September it should be a little bit more set. So thank you again. I hope you have a witchy and or wonderful day. And... Uh, please let me know what you'd like the next episode to be about because I don't have any wonderful ideas yet besides maybe finally doing that court card episode I said I was going to do. But I'd like to keep that one in my back pocket for when I feel like I have absolutely nothing else to talk about and boom, here's an episode I kind of already have planned out. So thanks again. Have a witchy and or wonderful day. Bye.